Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew. And now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of uh, Campus Comics Cast, coming to you as always inside Campus Comics here on uh, East Main Street in Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, my name is Mike No, owner-operator here at Campus Comics, and this is our monthly podcast uh, on our sojourn through the previews catalog, trying to bring stuff to your attention uh, that you may not be aware of, to hopefully pique your interest. So joining me on this episode is Scott Reed and Dan Brown. And this is the uh, January 2019 catalog. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) And uh, for stuff mostly shipping, especially on the print side, in March of 2019, for your information. And uh, the cutoff for this catalog, if there's anything that you're interested in or if you just in general want to get an order in, is uh, January the 24th uh, is when I have to have the order finalized and in. So if something does pique your interest or you want to start a pull list with things that start in this catalog, just give us a holler here at, uh, at the store, 618-457-6011. We'll give you more information later. But you ready to just jump into the catalog, I suppose? Sure. Sounds good. All right. All right. So, especially since it feels like it's been like forever since we've done this. Yeah. So <laughs> it does. Yeah, getting through the holidays and just the catalog came in a little early, so I think we were real prompt on doing our podcast. So it seems like it has been a while. So, <laughs> so we're gonna start with DC as DC, usual. Yep, Is that what yep. we do? I've forgotten. <laughs> so, DC, Marvel, everything else. Yeah. There you go. So anything new right up front? Oh, I'm gonna do the. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, I, wasn't, I, mean, I wasn't going to mention it. I thought for, somebody else might. Yeah, first yeah. page is the Batman Who Laughs, a Grim Knight spinoff one shot. Uh, yeah. I'll get it. Right. <laughs> you know. So it just kind of looks like Batman, Punisher Batman kind of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah. You know, we still, you know, so far, only the first issue of the, Man, the Batman Who Laughs has come out, and this character is featured in that. So it looks like they're trying to milk this a little more mm-hmm. by getting a one shot out of this character. So right again, yeah. Ed, but the thing is, Eduardo Rizzo interiors, so that's going to be nice yeah. if nothing mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Be some nice so. art, and of course, Scott Snyder and James Tinian. I assume that uh, are writing on that. Yeah. So there's that if you're interested. Um, the rest. Uh, so yeah, we've got the third issue of Batman Damned yeah. to coming out. Final the, issue, yeah, yeah that's last serious. issue from mm-hmm. Black Label coming out. How late is this book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be surprised if that ships mm-hmm. on time. We'll right. see. Well, hopefully, you know, he had enough. They didn't have to redo any alert. Yeah, had to no more, no more printing way. mistakes. Yeah, quote unquote. Exactly. Now after we, that, though, yeah, why is this not page one? That's what I don't understand. I, right, because exactly. because they know you're going to go to this. Yeah. They want you. They want to front load with the Batman stuff mm-hmm. because in this catalog is Detective Comics number one thousand. Mm-hmm. which I've been looking forward to since I was 12, 13, <laughs> and figured out I would be alive for this issue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of covers. Yeah, lots oh, yeah. of covers, just like they did with Action 1000. Mm-hmm. I, I like these covers a lot more than I like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Superman yeah. covers. That Steve Rude cover for the 30s is just a, I mean, there's a lot of great mm-hmm. ones, yeah. but that one's really, really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Bruce Timm's got a nice cover. Mm-hmm. The, I'm getting to think that Stranko's always doing the same pose on all of his characters, mm-hmm. though. It's like this is the, the Superman pose just turned upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and not carrying uh, the flag, just hanging mm-hmm. onto the bad, bad mm-hmm. rope. 
Yeah, so again, we've got the decades variants like mm-hmm. they did with Action 1000 last year. Uh, I saw Michael Cho posted his 50s variant on mm-hmm. Twitter, and I freaked out. I love this cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a lot of the different you know, Batman variations from the 50s. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> yeah. a really nice, solid cover. Yeah. I still uh, someday want them to make action figures of all these <laughs> different, you know, <laughs> Batman costumes and things. Mm-hmm. There's a... No Mike Allred cover is that. You know, he would have done a great 50s cover. But that's a pretty yeah. solid stand-in, though, that oh, Michael yeah, Cho. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's really, really like gorgeous. That. Yeah, and yeah. he's doing the uh, omnibus covers now, too, mm-hmm. right? Since Star yeah. Wars Cook passed. Yes. He's kind of yep. been doing that. So if you like those covers, you'll probably like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, of course, on with other classic <clears throat> Batman artists. You know, Bernie Wrightson, Frank Miller, mm-hmm. Tim Sale, Jock, Greg Capullo. So following up, you know, different styles and everything with some pretty top tier talent for sure and then of course the the regular cover you know the non-variant cover is mm-hmm. of course the jim lee and scott and, a, wrap, and a wraparound and a wraparound cover yeah, at that yeah. so you got art front and back mm-hmm. so and then of course i'm sure there's going to be a blank variant right yeah, yeah i think yeah, there is about yeah that. and they got the prestige format issue okay as oh, well nice. so yeah because that and then that the hardcover was in last month's catalog right yes the yep. 80 years yeah, the 80 of years Batman, detective kind of, yeah kind of thing so Definitely another milestone that uh, not going to see that with any other characters anytime soon. Yeah, but the, and the nice thing is too. So this is Pete Tomasi and Doug Mock who have been who've just have got a couple issues so far into their run in Detective, but they oh it's leading up to this one thousand, mm-hmm. and this story's been really good. Oh, okay, that's the thing. I feel like this is I don't think this is going to be a filler issue. I think this will be one that'll be worth picking up. Okay, we'll see when it comes out, but I think we've got a really strong lead-in story to this. Okay, so. Hopefully, I feel like this will be a good, significant issue. You know, it won't just be all filler and pinups. Right, yeah. So this is going to be so. 96 pages and multiple stories, I'm sure. They're yeah, yeah. The main yeah. End we've got, we've got a handful of yeah. writers and artists Bendis, here. Tom King, mm-hmm. Warren Ellis, Jeff yeah. Johns. So. Yeah, and on the art. Oh, Kevin on the, Smith. Yeah, <laughs> and on, on the art side, we've got Neil Adams, Tony Daniel, Kelly Jones. Dustin you know, Yon, Dustin Young. Yeah. yeah, so really good Batman artists coming back, you know, to do some stuff here. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I think this definitely. will be a pretty and good issue. We'll, you know, post on Twitter and post on, you know, Facebook all these covers and stuff. And yeah. just give us a holler which ones you want. We want to make sure everybody gets the ones you want. If you want them all, that's great. If you want yeah. specific ones, you know, just let I us know. We'll I, get that I, I want them all. I'll okay. tell you that right now. I'm getting every one of these. Noted. Okay. So, so what, all 11? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, yeah. 9, 10, 11. Yeah, yep. Yeah. If you count the prestige format issue. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that just is the issue, though. I think oh. it, it is a prestige format book. I think. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So well, yeah. So is this is this a separate cover then, or is that just, just no, the that's, logo? That's, that's the logo for the ah, Detective yeah. One Thousand. Yeah, because see, it's on okay. the corner here. Yeah, I see that the, now. It's a quarter yeah. box. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I guess there's just ten then. Okay. Well, with the blank, with the blank, with the blank yeah. eleven. Yeah. All right. So. so. All right. So definitely give us a heads up of which covers you'd you'd like to make make sure you have you covered here. So. No pun intended. Uh, exactly. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was unintentional, but I apologize anyway. <laughs> so, all right. So, anything great? Nope. Okay, page eight. We have the last of the initial advertised Wonder Comics Dial H for Hero uh, issue number one. So, if you are a fan of that, I guess that was was that sixties or was that seventies when that first started? I, I wasn't here. I, I can't uh, tell you. It's, yeah, it's 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 a concept that's been around for a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So apparently, we're going to get a new uh, a new. I don't know taste or, or style for that. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, for for that particular series. Right. So, 
first issue. Does anyone still know what a phone booth is? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> or a rotary yeah, phone. Rotary phone. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then see how they do that. Page page ten, uh, in Deathstroke, uh, starting a new story arc, which advertises as a prelude to the Terminus agenda. Okay. And then on page eleven, you have Teen Titans, which is part one of the Terminus agenda. But we have no information about exactly what books this is crossing mm-hmm. over in, how many mm-hmm. issues it is. Up up until now, it seems like most of the Rebirth crossovers had been a prelude issue. Four issues going back, back and, and forth, forth between two titles yeah, and uh, then a closing issue, mm-hmm. but there's no indication um, how right. long this storyline is, is going to last or what issues, what what you know books yeah. is going to cross over in. So keep your eyes open yeah. if you're wanting to follow that complete storyline. You'll have to you'll have to pay attention. So, so. all right, page twelve, page, second coming. Yeah, I, I, this this is one of those books that to me looks like borderline sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't right. know if this is going to be a serious take on mm-hmm. a, on a topic or if it's just going to be played up. Right. Um, but you basically have a uh, second coming referring to the second coming of Jesus the Christ. And uh, he's he meets up, I guess, roommates with a Superman analog character. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's there's no there's, there's no telling about yeah. this book. It's it's for uh, mature readers, which yeah. probably says a lot right there about mm-hmm. uh, the satire that's going to be in this particular story. So but if that's up your alley then something to look out for there you go and it's written by mark russell who did i think the flintstones thing oh, and yeah. that uh snagglepuss chronicles that exit uh, stage left thing i think yeah. that's both books that were supposed to be good that i hadn't, hadn't right. picked up yeah <laughs> so but i always uh, hear good things about them yep uh page 22 we've got a curse of brimstone number 12 i just really wanted to bring this up because that is marked as the final issue mm-hmm. nice so that's another new age of heroes that they're kind of wrapping up it looks like mm-hmm. has dennis um, cowan been doing the art on that whole series no it was philip tan when it okay. started all right so yeah i think he's probably just wrap, closing it closing up, it up. okay it, I, I hadn't noticed his name on that previously yeah. so mm-hmm. i know it was tony daniel on damage too and he's not on there now either right <laughs> On that line so, of artist-driven books. Right? Yeah, page twenty-four, Doomsday Clock number ten. ten. So Tick-tock, still going strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be. I don't know. Within the next six months, we'll maybe be able to do it, <laughs> issue seven through twelve oh, of that yeah. uh, of that series. Our review. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I, you know, I still haven't read seven and eight yet. I. <laughs> yeah, I've read seven. I okay. what, read are, what are the odds that we get a the end? At the, at the end, end of the story. question yeah. mark, yeah, yeah. yeah. that they just don't <laughs> use it to set up the next uh, thing. Uh, uh, I hope not. I hope they they resolve just, it. So yeah, just wrap it up. Yeah. So the uh, there right across from that on twenty five is the dreaming number seven, and I'm just bringing that up because if you're a fan of uh, the Sandman stuff, Neil Gaiman's Sandman stuff, the people that are picking these books up really seem to be enjoying them. So mm-hmm. you know doing doing pretty well and hear nothing but good about the books that tie into that sandman stuff the dreaming house of not mystery house of the secrets secrets or? yeah something like that i'm confused i don't know books <laughs> of magic and stuff like that so it's supposedly all set in that universe supposedly real good so all right i got the page 31 is my next thing Go ahead. okay so page 31 we have Issue 50, which is also the final issue of Green Arrow. Now, this is going to be a tie-in to both uh, Justice League No Justice and Heroes in Crisis. So if you are keeping up with Heroes in Crisis and you want to get all the tie-ins, you'll need to pick up this book, plus it's the last issue. And, you know, like Dan mentioned on the on the oh, whatever, whichever title it was, uh, what was it? Brimstone. Br- yeah, Brimstone. Yeah. A lot of times those are lower print runs. So if you want to be the completest, sometimes those are the harder issues to track down, those final issues of a, mm-hmm. of a title. So, 
Uh, page 38 is my next thing. Go ahead. All right, so page page 38, uh, Justice League 19 and 20, the sixth dimension. So here we have a storyline where I guess we're going to see future versions of the Justice League go up against uh, themselves in the sixth dimension, with which of course means that we're going to have Mr. Mixus Pillow. Well, he's, he's yeah. fifth dimension. Okay, is he so fifth they dimension? might be skipping over his dimension. It sounds like. Well, but he's uh, he's on the cover. Yeah. So yeah. So there's something going on there. So I okay, that's right. He was fifth dimension. So. Um, so he is going to be involved with this. So this is a character. I don't know if we've seen him in Rebirth yet. I don't think so. So, no. so for people who like the trickster, uh, here he is. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say trickster because that's a different character. But <laughs> you know what I mean. The mischievous imp. There we go, yeah. <laughs> uh, page 45, we've got Nightwing number 58. Uh, I just want to point out on here, this is listed as being co-written by Scott Lobdell and Eric M. Esquivel. Eric M. Esquivel is not working on this book because oh, they have... The Border Town guy? Yeah, they've canceled Border Town, and he is off of this book now, too, so I don't think he's going to be doing anything for DC right now. Right. After some uh, things came up with him online. Yeah. So... so Apparently he wasn't fired. He was just that was like a freelance thing, and they just chose not to publish yeah, the, the rest what, of his board. They were saying, yeah. Uh, on page forty-eight, we have Scooby Apocalypse number thirty-five. Uh, you know, it's a book that's been going on for a little while now. Uh, it was kind of dragging its feet there for a little bit, but lately it's been really picking up with the story. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of been. Uh, leaving it out of this mall for a while now and it looks like that's going to start to you know they've kind of been building a society a little bit there with some other survivors and things it looks like that's about to fall apart here so should be a pretty good issue as far as their story goes there okay my next thing's until 71 Mm -hmm. so on uh, 57 from the wonder comics line we have wonder twins number two and it says here at the bottom, Gleek debuts in this issue. Nice. So if you're a Gleek fan, <laughs> he was on the cover of the first out. issue, though, yeah. wasn't he? Well, I can't help that. Well, Scott. okay, all right. <laughs> just, uh, just let you know he's coming. Yeah, it was foreshadowing. That's right. All right. Yeah, letting you know we haven't forgotten. Just some other that. random blue monkey happened yeah, to be on the right. cover of the first issue. Yeah, that's right. not not all blue monkeys are the same blue monkeys. Oh, that's okay, right. I'm sorry. All right. I'm putting all blue. <laughs> Monkeys yeah, in the same let's category. Generalize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on page sixty, we've got uh, All Star Superman DC Modern Classic Edition hardcover. So kind of a nice new hardcover of that story coming out. Okay. On uh, sixty three, we've got Batman War Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, that should look really nice. And uh, I kind of balked at the price for yeah, a that's, second. That's, but yeah, then I saw it also it also comes with the Master of the Future sequel book in there too. So. Again, I don't know. Oh, okay, but yeah, it's still, it's yeah. 120 pages for 30 bucks. Yeah, that seems a little steep. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm probably still going to get it though, because I would really like see the black and oh, yeah, version of that sure. story. Yeah. So I'll complain about it, and they'll still get my money. Yeah. On uh, 66, we've got the DC poster portfolio of Jim Lee. Oh yeah. And so I think this is the new one, and I think it's what is it 20? Yeah, yeah. It says collection for 42 pages. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So get some 20, nice, 20 uh, uh, includes 20 of Jim Lee's covers. Oh, okay. So 20 covers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 25 yeah, blank on the yeah. back, right? So. so, yeah. So what, 12 by 16, so pretty nice. And it says it's nice heavy cardstock paper. Very cool. We saw one before, the Art Germ one, right? Yeah. Previously, yeah. so I guess they're going to do these with some key artists, which is nice if you just want some nice wall art. Yeah, and on the next page there, we've got the Flash Green Lantern Brave and the Bold Deluxe Edition hardcover. Again, uh, this is Mark Wade and Barry Kitson. Oh, and uh, Tom Payer. 
and it's like this is supposed to be a good story i've just never gotten around to picking it up i keep meaning to Mm -hmm. keep forgetting you know but it's supposed to be a decent story so maybe check that out on uh, 71. 71, so yeah. we got a trade paperback for the Commandy Challenge. This is this was a story that I really thought I should like, um, and I waited and read it in trade, or hardcover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you've been waiting for the soft cover for this, here's your chance. Uh, basically, you have 12 pairs of art, writer-artist combinations that are, they, they write a Commandy story, leaving them some cliffhanger, and then somebody else, the next writer-artist, has to get, get him out of that. They actually, at the end, and this was just kind of weird. I didn't, they didn't think it fit well, the story. At the end, they literally bring Jack Kirby into yeah. the story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I thought it was a little bit cheesily done. But if mm-hmm. you'd like to see a lot of different artists' takes on Commandi, then here's your chance to pick that up in soft cover. So. so in the monthly book, in the next issue, they would list how the previous writer would have solved mm-hmm. the cliffhanger. Did they have that in the yes, collection that was well? in the that was in okay. the hardcover as well. Because huh. that was kind of a neat thing there. <laughs> Where most of them did come up with their own solutions, solutions. to how he would have got out of that, mm-hmm. even though the next writer determined it. Right. And then speaking of Mark Wade on page yeah. 72, yeah. and with, this is a DC black label, so mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Come, Mark Wade, art cover, uh, Alex Ross. So if you've not read this story or where, want to get Where it, have you been living? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shame on you. No. So, <laughs> but, but now it's time to check it out. Yeah. Now, right. You probably have, you actually already have a copy of this in the store, probably. I would say. But it's a new, yeah. getting a new printing. So, yeah, with uh, the black label in mm-hmm. print, so... If that's your thing, if you want to collect all the Black Label stuff. Yep. So. On uh, 74, we've got Superman World Against Superman uh, Trade, and this is uh, Grant Morrison and Rags Morales and a bunch of other artists, but this is the uh, Action Comics run from the New 52, New 52 that was really good. Kind of a nice blue-collar Superman story in there. All right. On uh, 77, we've got the Zero Hour 25th Anniversary Omnibus. <laughs> Uh, like I read this when it came out, it was all right. Do I really need a 25th anniversary omnibus for this story? Only 125. I know, and I mean, there's a lot of issues here, and yeah, it, you know, it's nine, it's 976 pages because this was a big crossover. Uh, I will say the advantage to this is uh, the story, the Zero Hour series, is meant to be read in issues seven, or I'm sorry, issue four through zero. Zero, yes. Reading four, three, two, one, zero. Uh, a friend of mine got <laughs> the series and read it zero oh, one two three four and was like, "Wait, where do I go from this? What's the point?" It's now. just it's just memento. Yeah, What's exactly. <laughs> so I assume it's reprinted here in the correct reading order. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, there's that. I was like probably like one of the technically one of the first blank covers for a comic book was Zero Hour zero yeah because you know each one had a little bit less yeah, on the yeah. cover and like the, that zero hour was just completely right. blank so huh. interesting uh on <laughs> 79 we've got the new uh, batman black and white minifigure box mm-hmm. set and i think this one has an exclusive animated series yeah batman yeah, yeah that's correct animated series dark knight it's the only place to get that small figure so then there's a speaking of animated series there's a bat site bat cycle action figure set on the next page on 80 page 80 for those that uh, collect animated series stuff and then page 81 there's the uh, latest in the joelle jones uh, dc cover girls statue line with the black canary so those have been really nice statues they've done harley and uh, uh, catwoman so far i believe maybe another one in there that i'm drawing a blank on so Page 83 is a nice uh, 
Jim Lee Nightwing statue. I, I believe this was done, similar pose was done in the black and white, Batman black and white line before, where he's twirling the, the baton or whatever you call it. But this is the, uh, the larger size $150 line, the DZ designer series, which has just all been home runs to me and great value for statue collectors if you look if you collect full-size statues you know these statues bought, produced by other companies would go for well over two hundred dollars so so there's that and the next entry in the harley quinn red white and black statue line uh, by john timms where she's uh putting on batman's cowl and has his cape and utility belt at her feet she being harley so uh, that's where i got Last yeah. the last page there. There's a couple of nice uh, Batman T-shirts. We're actually be in the apparel section, yeah. but they're shown here at the end of the DC catalog. We have the de Detective 27 with just the Batman image on it, mm -hmm. and then the the Batman 80 Years logo, which uh, is going to be on a T-shirt as well. So, and if they made them in my size, I'd buy both of those. <laughs> but here we are, Marvel. All right, yes, sir. I don't have anything until 10, so if anybody wants to talk about Avengers or War of the Realm, uh, go for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I figured that'd be your thing. Oh, yeah. no, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I'm not excited about that for some really? reason or another. I just, I, I don't know. I guess it's maybe the whole you know event fatigue yeah. or whatever, yeah. but mm -hmm. I'm just not yeah. particularly, some, not particularly jacked about it. Nice covers in there by Arthur Adams for uh, War mm -hmm. of the Realms, mm -hmm. and there's a graphic comic box of that that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right after that, on page seven, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number seventeen. It looks like they're bringing back Craven and mm -hmm. starting a story called Hunted. Looks like that might be good. Uh, uh, page ten. All right, so we've got another Conan book. So we have Conan the Barbarian, Savage Sword of Conan, and now we have Age of Conan Belit. Belit. I'm not. I'm not for sure on the pronunciation mm -hmm. on that. This one is just a five-issue limited series, mm -hmm. but uh, I, apparently Marvel's going to milk that license for everything yeah. they can. Uh, so now, you know, the first month there was two issues of Conan the Barbarian, then the second month there was one Barbarian and two Savage Swords. So now you're going to have Savage Sword Conan and this new Age of Conan book as well. Right. So they're going to get you, they're going to buying three books a month at a minimum. <clears> so. Yeah, and I imagine once this is wrapped up, we'll have another Age have, of Conan miniseries. Mm -hmm. You know. Unless this just sells terribly. Right. Right. But yeah. And uh, speaking of, so on our next episode, we'll be taking a look at yep. Conan the Barbarian number one, the first issue. Mm -hmm. Kind of reviewing that, giving our thoughts on that. Yep. Yep. Uh, next thing's on 16. Thank you. Good. All right. So yeah. So speaking of Conan, yeah. yet again. Okay. So Avengers and I, Avengers No Road Home. All right. Issues six and seven. So it had to happen. Actually, no, it didn't have to yeah. happen. <laughs> but it had to happen. Conan collides with the Marvel Universe. So apparently, we have the Scarlet Witch time traveling back to uh, the age of Conan, and uh, we even have a cover for issue six, which has Conan and Scarlet Witch on the on the same cover. So uh, I don't know. Let's again. Let's take that license for all all it's uh, worth. Yep. <laughs> Page uh, nineteen. I, this just you know. I I wish they would stop doing this. But we were talking earlier about the true believers. I don't know if there were any in this catalog, mm -hmm. um, but now they've got three reprints, which should be you know one dollar reprints. They're cramming them into one book, calling it Marvel Tales Thor, <clears throat> and trying to get nine bucks out of you. Uh, so it does reprint what the first Beta Ray build, the first Loki, I think, and the first Valkyrie. So uh, maybe it wasn't the first 
Loki. Yeah, it was Loki, Valkyrie, and, and Beta Ray Bill. So, I mean, those are three good issues, but, but they should, should be a dollar. dollar three issues, a yeah, dollar right. a piece, yeah. not yeah. one issue, you know, eight, eight bucks. bucks. Yeah. So, 21. Anybody yeah. else want to talk about that one? Uh, so, we've got Spider Man Life Story number one, mm-hmm. which is sort of a retelling of Spider Man's story set in the uh, decades it originated in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think this will kind of be going through the years, but it almost feels sort of like a new frontier sort of take on Spider-Man mm-hmm. or sort of like what uh, John Byrne did with Superman Batman in his generation stories. Why I feel like they're actually going to age. This is this is going to be outside the not yeah. that Marvel has good continuity right now right. anymore anyway, but it's going to be outside the continuity and they're going to uh, I sound like they're going to age Peter Parker yeah. appropriately through these issues. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, we're going to have a, you know, what a 60 something year old Spider-Man when we get to issue 6. You know, uh, dealing with you know the more current things that have maybe have happened, so uh, it could it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and if they just you know self-contained story, leave it at that. I think I think it could be good. So. Yeah, Chip Zdarsky writing, he's usually mm-hmm. pretty solid. Mark Bagley art. So meet the scrolls, I guess, leading up to got to get that stuff out there, leading up to Captain Marvel movie and everything. Mm-hmm. Start. Making sure everybody's aware of scrolls and everything. Got a little mini series of that. Yeah, you figure they would have done that with Black Panther, huh? Yeah, you yeah. Would think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Because speaking of milking, got to keep milking that cosmic ghost rider mm-hmm. until nobody cares anymore. So here's cosmic ghost. I guess in the vein of Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool. kills the Marvel Universe. Well, they've had several of those yeah. kills the Marvel Universe. Yeah. This one is six issues instead yeah. of just a one shot. Mm-hmm. So and it's it's destroys. Yeah, it destroys Ooh. Marvel history. Yeah. So he thought they were already doing that on their own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he need to get involved. <laughs> yeah. You have six issues of, of cosmic ghost rider sitting in a chair just watching Marvel. Just Watching the editors. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So he's time jumping and messing with everybody. Yeah. On uh, page thirty-four, we've got Marvel Spider-Man: City at War number one, and so this is a mini-series that takes place in the continuity of the uh, recent release PS4 Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, you know, recently played that. I really liked it. So I think I'm going to pick up this book, see how it is. It's you know. I'm not sure. I don't think it's just a straight adaptation. I think it's supposed to be kind of fleshing out the universe a little more, maybe. So, and, you know, again, as we've been saying, Marvel likes to milk stuff. Oh, so yeah. if they, oh, get yeah. a, they can get a series out of this, they'll probably do it. Because so. there aren't enough Spider-Man books right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but again, if this is like a self-contained own world thing, mm-hmm. it might be worth checking out. I just wish so. they Sony would have... I know it's PlayStation 4 exclusive, which is the problem. You know, I would <laughs> like to have played that game, but I'm not going to buy a PS4 just to play one game. Right. So. <laughs> well, oh, they just announced too. They were hinting last night it's, uh, that they might be doing some Fantastic Four DLC for that game, mm. too. So it'd be mm. nice to see some Fantastic Four merchandise out there again. <laughs> I got, I just, I have something to complain about on forty-two. So okay. go until you get to forty-two. Okay. Well, on forty-one, <laughs> we've got uh, Immortal Hulk number five. Fifteen. Uh, 15. Or, oh yeah, fifteen. Duh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've got this nice Alex Ross cover here with uh, Hulk on the couch talking <laughs> to Doc Samson. Samson. <laughs> uh, quick side note thing. Um, I was reading the recent issue of Savage Dragon, mm-hmm. which features Captain Tootsie mm-hmm. from the old Tootsie Roll ads back in the okay. day. Because <laughs> I guess that character's public domain now. All right. And Eric Larson has been using some of those public domain characters in Savage Dragon because mm-hmm. he can. Because he can, right. yeah. 
uh, and apparently in the on the letters page, he has a little kind of history of Captain Tootsie for people who maybe aren't familiar with the character. Mm-hmm. But he said he heard Herb Trimpey said that he based Samson's costume on oh. Captain Tootsie. Oh, really? <laughs> and oh, I'm funny. looking at him like it totally is. Yeah. Like I never put that together. <laughs> I never would have put that together. Uh, yeah. Okay. So all right. right. Forty-two. Another one of these yeah. facsimile editions. Mm-hmm. And again, my big concern is is that if somebody can tear the cover off of one of these and they're indistinguishable from a regular a regular issue, how right. big of a problem that's going to be? Because mm-hmm. I mean, because people are paying even for a coverless copy of Hulk one eighty one, they're they're dropping a couple hundred dollars sometimes right. uh, for these. So imagine a bunch of you know coverless Hulk one eighty one showing up with right. the with Marvel value stamp present, and yeah. uh, it could uh, it could. Create some issues, so I just hope yeah. that there's something that Marvel's doing. Have they? I know there are several of these that have been solicited. Yeah. Have we seen any of these yet? Uh-huh. We've seen that, and, and then the Fantastic the, Four number one. Yeah, and okay. there's that uh, Marvel presents the first appearance of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. The, the big thing, the big tell, is it's on the slick paper. Right. It's not on newsprint. Okay. Here, so here's all, the other okay. thing. Yeah. Too. This book should be a little smaller physically than yes. the original, yes. too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not this one necessarily. Now, like for a Silver Age book, yeah. like Fantastic right. Four one, that will be size wise right. a little different. Different, but I think Hulk 181 is the was so? a new and modern size. Thing. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I was th- I was thinking off. they shrunk right. stuff down in the 90s, but yeah. But at least it's on different paper, so yeah. that's that's good to know. And I mean, yeah. here's the other thing too: if you have a Hulk 181 with bright white paper at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. that's yeah. suspicious. That, but no cover. It's perfect, yeah, but no exactly. cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's right. there's there's something going on there. But yeah. So I, for but anybody, again, but again, like you said, it's not going to be on. You know, real is not going to be on right. slick paper. It's yeah. going to be on the old cheap newsprint. News and we just had this reprinted in the True Believers for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. Please come on. It's just like stop this. But you get the ads and the yeah. letters page. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't say True Believers on the top. No. So this is legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So on 46, we've got the next uh, Marvel's Annotated, mm-hmm. issue number two. Uh, I just said I really liked his detective cover. I do like this Michael Cho variant cover. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Marvel's, I want the Alex Ross cover. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, for this. Yeah. So, I mean, that is kind of a nice cover, but yeah, but I, I would probably pass on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to back up to 44. So we just have this this wonderful one-page sign that says 2020 Approaches. So if you don't know, back in the, I guess it would have been, had to have been in the 80s. Yeah, there was a Machine Man limited series that was set in the year 2020. And in that series was Iron Man 2020. And then there was also a uh, Amazing Spider-Man annual, if I remember right, that also had uh, Iron Man 2020 in it as well. So now, you know, the page before Tony Stark Iron Man issue 10, we have an that 2020 is approaching so i guess they're gonna be bringing back that character so yeah. <laughs> who cares <laughs> well it was a kind of a big deal you know back in the day so huh. <laughs> yes, boy. On uh, page 50, we've got the Spider-Man Far From Home prelude. Uh-huh. Yes. And if you read and this, yeah, it is a apparently an adaption of Homecoming. Mm-hmm. So we're... Uh, yeah, yeah, get yeah, ready this. for this summer Spider-Man Far From Home with his adaption of the smash hit movie Spider-Man Homecoming. So, so they don't advertise the it. Yeah. yeah, they don't advertise it as an adaption. They yeah. advertise it as a prelude. Yeah, because like, I noticed that too when they were they were doing the Avengers unnamed prelude. Yeah, you know, which is not Avengers called Endgame. 4, which is Endgame. But yeah, I picked up the issue of it that came out this week. I was flipping through it. It's simply an adaptation of Infinity War. Why? Why do that? I know. Yeah. Just give me, just give me like a filler story that's mm-hmm. in between the movies. Mm-hmm. 
you know, really set, doesn't set some, spoil something. anything. Or yeah. don't be deceptive about it. Yeah, yeah for that's sure. the thing. Yeah. You know, just yeah. say it. Well, it's just the say prelude because yeah. it's the movie that came it's before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's got to be some side story you could tell in yeah. there, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, they did the prelude thing for Captain Marvel. You know, mm-hmm. it's coming out now, too, and there's yeah. really nothing to prelude that based on a movie. So right. this is just kind of a cheap trick. Yeah. My next thing's not the 104, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty light mm-hmm. here as well. I don't even know what page I'm on because they quit putting numbers no, yeah, there. Stop putting them 92, there. 93, 94. Okay. We've got the Marvel Movie Gallery Hulkbuster PVC diorama mm-hmm. for $70. Yep. That seems way more affordable than the <laughs> Hulkbuster we had a couple months ago. Yeah, which was like 1200 or something like that. It's just like, holy cow. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, we've also got the Marvel Video Game Gallery Spider-Man, which again is the PS4 Spider-Man mm-hmm. we were talking about. Yeah. So a little uh, diorama of him, too. Gotcha. Yep. Some nice stuff there. And on the next page, we have the Marvel Select Captain Marvel Star Force uniform action figure. Which, Which apparently is all black because yeah. that's what this picture is. <laughs> she must have a cloaking device. On yeah, because so. we it's haven't like, seen her costumes in the preview, no, uh, the trailers the for trailers. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what's so. the point? Mystery. Mm-hmm. So again, next page now in trade paperback or graphic novel, whatever you say form. You know, continuing to snap up that Marvel or Conan license. You know, reprinting yeah. some of Printing the original. Yeah, this is the Dark, Dark Horse, Horse stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was the Kurt Buzek. Yeah, the yeah. Carrie Nord stuff. This yeah. was really good stuff it in here. It was really good. Yeah, so these really are these are worth picking up too. if you haven't read them. Good stories. So, okay, pretty much. On page one hundred and two, we've got the uh, Marvel Comics: The World Outside Your Window, and so it looks like they're reprinting some issues that were had sort of timely stories in them. You know, ripped from the headlines mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I think. Gotcha. Uh, we've got the uh, Demon in a Bottle mm-hmm. with Iron Man and the uh, with North Star Wedding and Astonishing mm-hmm. X-Men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I assume that's like one of the drug issues for Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like an HIV ep- yeah, uh, issue Hulk. of Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Huh. So some stuff like that. Uh, page 104, and I, this is a little pricey, I think, for what you get, but I have fond memories of this uh, two-issue series. you got Silver Surfer Parable, uh, 30th Anniversary Edition, so written by Stan Lee, uh, penciled by Mobius, uh, who's a French artist. Uh, I, I remember it being pretty good. I'm curious if I were to read it again, if it might hold up. Mm-hmm. But they're reprinting uh, that two-issue series in a hardcover. 40 bucks seems a little expensive. It is going to be oversized. Um but uh, yeah, so if you're a big yeah. Silver Surfer fan and you haven't, don't have this store or haven't read it in a long time, you can probably find the issues cheap. But uh, you might consider picking that up. I think that's all I got in Marvel. Mm-hmm. I got one more thing, I think. Oh, yeah. So, last page. Okay. Marvel seems committed now to ruining posters? our game mm-hmm. yeah. by oh, showing yeah. all the posters again. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. this is. There you go, Marvel. Yeah. Disturbing, disturbingly becoming the norm yeah. of showing us all the posters <laughs> they're <laughs> selling. Oh. All right. Big, Big book. book. Big book. Oh. I can't pick it up. <laughs> so big. That side one? Yes, okay. So, if I was every other company in here, mm-hmm. would I be like, why does DC get a cover when they have their own catalog? Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I think they still alternate the 
they go Marvel, DC, Indie, don't they, on the on the previews covers? Oh, do they rotate it through? I thought I they rotated them. I don't pay attention. Yeah. They, after they did uh, at one point, they rotated. Um, huh. Yeah. Just to, just to kind of spread it out. So, because was last month was the, what was on the cover last it was month? so long ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's been a whole month. And, I, and the month before was the yeah. Conan cover. So, mm-hmm. it was Conan. I think it was something indie right. last month. Now it's DC. So, next month, I guess we'll find out for sure. Yeah. Should be Marvel yeah. on the cover. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's their turn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, page 28. Don't forget to get your copy of previews. previews for right. sure. You know. Yeah. So. So, on page five. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, so this is the January catalog. So it's a new year. Uh-huh. So they've got a thing in here of like, hey, try something new. And so they have this little graphic kind of marked by first issues and things kind of throughout the catalog. Oh, okay. I kind of was wanting to read, start reading something new. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple picks in here. I think that I'll probably pick up and check out. Okay. Just want to try some new books. Right. You know, read a lot of superhero stuff. It gets kind of stale sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's probably some good indie books out there I'm not reading that I just haven't heard about or picked up. Mm-hmm. So that's so. kind of like a theme running through this catalog. Resolving to read some non-superhero stuff. Yeah, or just or something, new, something new. Just gotcha. something that's not tied down with 80 years of continuity. Right. and mm-hmm. You know. Gotcha. Did they put any of the free comic book days in Free Comic Book Day comics last month. I, I, I can't remember if they did or didn't. I think there was didn't. some merchandise and maybe yeah. a couple of books. They kind of okay. announced so, it kind uh, of thing. They've, they've, at least they've expanded that for this. Yeah. Now, of course, I don't know why, but DC and Marvel are always kind of tight-lipped about their Free Comic Book Day I know. books. And well, I burned last year. Hope, so, yeah, hopefully they know. don't get a bait-and-switch like they did last yeah, year with that. So, really. so, but, yeah, so they just have black covers, top secret, you know, top secret titles. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, didn't, I haven't looked at them real close yet. Right? Are, are, are you excited for this Welcome to the Whedonverse that Boom is doing? <laughs> uh, I don't uh, think It's a perfect so, jumping on point. I don't know. It's got Firefly. You love Firefly. Yeah, it's Whedonverse, dude. Yeah. They're all connected now. Oh, Buffy's gonna Buffy's, Buffy's going to be on that spaceship oh, okay. with the uh, Avengers. Hmm. And those space vampires. <laughs> uh. I tell you what, it does bum me out that we don't have a Bongo free comic book day selection oh, this yeah, year. it's weird. Because those are always, like, ones I have to pick up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. And again, again. Uh, so, I mean, as of right now, we have, you know, as Scott mentioned before, Free Comic Book Day will be on May 4th. Mm-hmm. We have the IDW yeah. Star Wars Adventures book, but I don't see a Marvel Star Wars selection mm-hmm. in here yet. So maybe so that'll surely. change. Yeah. Be, a, be yeah. kind of a bad move not to, I think, on their part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just thought it was too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> well, they had two books. They're right? usually well, pretty an, subtle. One's an Avengers book, and the other Spider-Man. Say, I the think. Says, mm-hmm. Does it say Spider-Man? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, DC. Oh, that's DC. Yeah. 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 On a forty-one, we have got Marvel oh, Comics. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. Sure Getting enough. a black cover, just a logo on there. But there is Ooh. a redoing of Spawn number one, which is from Image, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of image, we were Image. Yeah. Fifty fours. Uh, we have a, a five issue series called uh, Little Bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a, a multi page preview for this story, mm-hmm. so it's kind of I, I take it to be a little bit of post apocalyptic or whatever. I'm not really quite for sure what mm. the time frame is because you kind of look at it initially and think it's oh it's a like you know, a, Native yeah. American and, you know, like infiltration. But then you go in where they're living, you see, like, posters on the walls and, yeah. and things like that. So it, it's it's unclear exactly what the, the time frame is. But the art style is a, 
it's a little different. Yeah. Um, but you have, I mean, you've got what a four, five, four-page preview, so you get a, you can get a real good taste for if this is something you might want to pick up. Mm-hmm. So, um, I definitely think I'm gonna try the first issue for sure. So, okay. my next thing's not until seventy. So, huh? go ahead. Oh, okay. So, well, <laughs> let me get there then. <laughs> <laughs> flip, flip, flip. Uh, Infinite Dark Volume One trade paperback. I read the first issue of this series. It's uh, basically what it is. It's a it's a detective noir story set in outer space with only about two thousand humans left. Oh, yeah. So the entire universe is blinked out, and they have a murder on this ship. So there's not a whole lot of humans left to go around, and somebody commits a crime. So it's a four issue series collected in trade. Uh, I think it, I think it's worth reading. So I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna pick it up. You know, I remember seeing an interview with the writer or something when that came out, and I completely forgot about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I just read the first, you know, the first issue over my Christmas break. So, yeah. you know, it was pretty good. So, seventy three. Yeah. You go ahead. You know more about this character <laughs> well, than I do. So, I don't know a ton about it, but we have a collection of Scud, the Disposable Assassin, mm-hmm. which was a big book back in the day for a while on the indie scene. Yep. Uh, this is Rob Schrab's book. Um, you can't and complain about the price a, on this. Yeah, no. No, I mean that's that's an so incredible. So it's almost price. 800 pages for 35. dollars Yeah, you get basically uh, 25 issues for 35 bucks. Wow, yeah. that's a. That's I mean that's amazing. a bargain. So and so the other writers on here are Dan Harmon and Monty Carter. And the thing is too, uh, as listeners of the podcast know, I'm a big mystery science theater fan. And when they brought that show back, they said there was a Rob Schrab working on the show. And I'm like, oh, that was the name of the guy that did Scud. It's the same guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? <laughs> huh. So, yeah, he's kind of moved on to television, too, and things, I think. But, uh, you know, so I only have a few issues from this back in the day, but it was a fun book. But, again, I was in high school. Mm. I don't know how well it still holds up. I've not read a single but, issue of yeah, that title. It had, a, it had but... a pretty big following there for a while mm-hmm. back in the day. Scud, the disposable assassin. Yeah, the it's whole a, shebang. Yeah, it's a robot assassin <laughs> that came out of a vending machine yeah. <laughs> and can feel pain for some reason. <laughs> and, yeah, the, co- the concept sort of was it was an assassin robot you buy, and then it di- disposes of itself afterwards. Oh. Scud undoes his programming so he doesn't die at the end of the mission. Mm. It just kind of goes on to have other adventures. <laughs> Page 98 is my next thing. Uh, mine is until 116. Okay, so page 98, we have issue 295 of Spawn, so we're getting close to, to 300. 300 is really kind of a yeah. landmark issue for any independent title. Oh, I yeah. guess like Cerebus was maybe... Any, the, any book anymore. Well, well yeah. You know. um, Cerebus, I think, got to 300 yeah. issues. That's kind of, uh, you know, I think... Uh, I think whenever Dave Sim created Cerebus and he saw Conan hit like what 275 or something, he said, yeah. "Well, if I can go 300, then I've done something." So he he made yeah. the 300. I heard, I heard him later on say he regretted making that claim. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I can he imagine. Like to yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. So, but but if you are uh, planning on you know picking up issue 300 to spawn, then apparently issue 295 is going to kick off the story arc, which is going to culminate in issue three 300 is mm-hmm. is the way they make it sound. So you might want to uh, you might want to grab that. Look if you haven't been reading Spawn here lately. Uh, one fifteen is my next thing. So okay. I think you were one oh. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's, you usually have a whole lot more stuff. Yeah, I know. I don't I do, feel like so. it was as much this time. Yeah. So uh, the final issue of William Gibson's Alien Three uh, unproduced screenplay is available. So if you've been uh, grabbing that, here's the last last issue of that series coming out. Uh, one sixteen. 116, we have Mystery mm-hmm. Science Theater 3000, number 6. And I think that that was supposed to be the last issue. Mm-hmm, it doesn't, doesn't It doesn't list it in here, so I don't know if they're going to keep doing this 
or if it's just they're just testing it out and seeing where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was just supposed to be a mini series, though. So, I mean, I'll buy whatever they make. I'm right. fine with it, but, you know. Yeah. Doesn't well, say see. final issue or anything. I'm, I'm getting the trades on this. We we actually yeah. won episode, right. what was it, 30? I got it written down here what episode we did that in. 35, mm-hmm. we reviewed the first issue of this book, and I think we were all pretty pleasantly surprised by it. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. And uh, so I'm going to get the trade. So I hope it sticks around for a little while. And so right next to that, we have Astro Hustle number one. And I think this will be one of the books, the one, issue number ones I'll pick up to kind of check out. We've got kind of a quick little summary here of Astro Hustle is a slick and sexy romp through the stars evoking the sci-fi disco era of the late 70s. <laughs> and this is written by Jay Nitz, who wrote uh, Green Hornet for Dynamite for a while that had a really good run on there. So okay. I think this is a book I'll probably check out and see how it is. That feels like a little bit of a play on Kung Fury. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. okay. So instead of being like the 80s action movie, it's a 70s yeah. disco movie, yeah. just in comic book form. So my next thing's on 178. So. Okay. Well, on 122, again from Dark Horse, we've got Hellboy, The Art of the Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. So this looks like the art book for the upcoming uh, Hellboy reboot, <laughs> yep. which I think we've, we've got one trailer for now. Yeah. And that should be coming out, is it March or something? Yeah. Or when is that out? I, I think, think it was it. February. Oh, is it? Maybe wow. sooner than Maybe that? sooner. I don't Creep remember. Creep it up. Yeah, oh. I had it on my notes from a couple podcasts ago, but right. I don't remember what it right. was. Oh, I didn't realize Mila Jovovich was going to be in yeah, that. Yeah, she's the villain, oh, the queen. Okay. Yep. Okay, I'm more interested now. So, because hmm. I, I I'm not super soaked about David Harbour as as Hellboy, mm-hmm. but I mean I'm going to watch it. But, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh no, 132. We have a new edition of the Art of Comic Book Inking. Uh, I've got, I guess, the first version of this from years ago now, but it's uh, mostly written by Gary Martin, and we've got. Uh, you know Terry Dodson, Brett Anderson, some other really good artists in here. Uh, it's just a really good instructional book. Uh, let's see, I'm not sure if this one does, but I know one had a like a couple sample pages you could take out and ink oh. in there too. <clears throat> so they had I'd, like sketches printed in there. You yeah, yeah, yeah but out. like on the sort of thicker uh, oh, okay. Bristol board paper too and stuff like that. They're pretty nice. All right, so we had a listener. Uh, I always put on Facebook, you know, hey, if you've got a comic book you want us to recommend. So he suggested a couple of books. The first was Invisible Kingdom, uh, which is a burger book. She came out of DC's uh, Vertigo. It, it's something that I just kind of overlooked my first pass through, but it looks like it's a nice science fiction book. Pretty colorful. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the the burger books have a, a pretty good rep- reputation. Mm-hmm. And it, it was written by G. Willow Wilson, who did the Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, oh. Ms. Marvel, and stuff yeah. like that. So there may be... You know, there may be something to that yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, maybe something good to check out. And then another uh, book that he suggested, and I'm just going to mention it now, even though we're not to that section, so I don't forget, was uh, X-O Man of War, the next trade paperbacks out. We don't spend a lot of time talking about Valiant, mm-hmm. um, but those are some characters that have been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So just want to throw those two out there since somebody took the time to you know comment about you know some books yeah, that we should be that. considering. So but I'd throw that out there. So uh, thanks, yeah. Jason, for that. Always open suggestions. Uh, exactly, absolutely. yeah. Yep. So... Um, let's see. So where were we at before? So no. I think we're still on Dark Horse. Yeah, okay. we're still on Dark Horse. You talked about the art of the motion picture. Oh yeah, the Hellboy yeah. motion picture was the last thing. That's I, I, I backed up backed us up after that. Okay. So my next thing's not till one seventy eight. So okay. I, guess I don't okay. think so. I said that before, then jumped back. <laughs> so <Nice. laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh one thirty two, and then talking about the art of comic booking, mm-hmm. you had brought that up, right? Yeah. So yep. 
Well, you go ahead and talk about okay, that. Okay, yeah. so, so there's so the, you know, the new... Okay, just full disclosure, we had, a, uh, <laughs> we had a slight power outage, and we lost about a minute recording, so we're having to gather up what we did and did not talk about, uh, make sure we get everything covered. So we, full yeah. disclosure about what happened. We so are, we didn't lose too much, but... Yeah, <laughs> we are nothing if not professional here. That's, That's right. right. Hey, yeah. hey at least you, we, you we get, caught it. You yeah. get what you pay for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on 132, we have The Art of Comic Book Inking uh, mm-hmm. by Gary Martin. Uh, I believe I had the first edition of this. It was really good, uh, really nice instructional book by, you know, professionals, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going over, you know, how to ink and, you know, what it really means. It's not just tracing. Right. You know, <laughs> so if you're interested in that, you know, definitely check that book out. Oh, it it's looks a, like they added chapter, which seems appropriate on digital inking, too. Oh, so yeah, that, that, that's makes, pretty that cool. makes sense. That's a good reason, then. Yeah. Was that the that's, – I guess that's a different series because that, that's not the DC series. Yeah, no, yeah it's totally different than the DC thing. series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, on 139, we've got the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Magnet 4-pack uh-huh. featuring the bots and the uh, spaghetti ball logo. <laughs> and then we have an enamel pin set of the bots and a couple of the sort of slogans from the show. All right. uh, that's it for me for Dark Horse. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I have anything in IDW, okay. so go ahead. So on page 146 in IDW, we've uh, we kind of been wondering what they're doing with this. And so we have a rebooted Transformers number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably check this out, but if they don't grab me in this first issue, that'll probably be it for me. But okay. I, I want to see where they're going with this. Up. Yeah. Because I think it's supposed to be based and more set in on the original war. Yeah. Of, uh, I don't know anything about Transformers. Yeah, I mean, no, this, this so. is definitely like a G1 kind of version of Transformers. So. Okay. Uh, on 151, uh, we have another Netflix comic with a Glow number one coming out, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy this show. I'll probably pick this up, see if the comic's any good. Put <laughs> uh, these down. On a yeah. be, be clear there. So. Yeah. <laughs> 155. Mm-hmm. We've got the Batman the Max Arkham Dreams box set, and so again, uh, not a trade, but uh, I think this has got. The actual issues in there, or is it? Is this like what they did before, or is this? A oh, just we're collecting they... all five issues of the Mega Hit series, right? Again, it's got a slip case. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. yeah, blank. Plus, you get a blank cover version yeah. of number one. So this is like what they did with the the gym and the holograms, yeah, stuff and, and things like that. I kind of wish I knew they were doing that because some know. of that stuff I would wait around for, but I'm not buying that twice. Right at yeah. this point, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, we've, on 158, we've got a Star Trek Waypoint special 2019. Uh, the Waypoint anthology has been really good. And they were doing it for on a sort of regular basis there for a while. Now it just seems to be whenever they get around to doing one. <laughs> uh, that's it for me and IDW. Okay. If you guys have anything? Nope. No. I said I'm out to 178. Okay. I'm not even sure what... Uh yeah. So you, you so in well I guess that's an IDW I guess it is so uh, okay. Superman the Golden Age newspaper dailies 1947-1949 I'm only actually mentioning this because uh, the covers are done by an artist named Pete Poplaski and he was actually here in Carbondale uh, last year for the Saluki Comic Con and we had a chance to interview him uh, plus I think he did some artwork for the shop as well mm-hmm. so yes, he did. Uh, so if you're interested in hearing that interview he had a lot of great things to say he worked with Will Eisner so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. uh, we we talked to him in uh, episode 26 of the podcast nice, nice. Uh, 183 uh, for Munchkin fans of the card game they actually have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles version of the card game available 
So uh, if you're familiar with, you know, getting to level 10 uh, in Munchkin, now you can do that with the uh, Raph, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo. Uh, then 205 is just kind of a comment, so that's, I don't get anything for okay, 205. Okay, well, on, two, on 202, uh, in the Dynamite section, we've got the James Bond books. Mm-hmm. And so we do have James Bond origin number 7. So I wasn't really sure how far they were taking this book, but this is the start of a second story arc. Oh, okay. So it's ongoing for a little bit at least. Uh, again, I think the f- when they started this, I'm like, ah, I'll get it because it's James Bond. But the story's been pretty good of him, you know, starting out in World War II when he's young, and kind of leading into you know they're forming the division and everything. So it has been a pretty good story so far. So we'll see where they go with that. Mm-hmm. So page two hundred five, you have the Pathfinder World Sta- Worldscape. Kickstarter exclusives. So, if they're in previews, are they really Kickstarter exclusives? <laughs> I think it's a fair question. Is this they've already done the Kickstarter and it's wrapped up, and I, these are extras they have they're selling? I or? have no idea, but that uh, seems kind of shady. Otherwise, yeah. 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 You know, if I was a, if I'd paid extra money on Kickstarter for yeah, that, and then I, would, I think I'd be a little salty. So, yeah. Two fourteen. Since you uh, mentioned Firefly earlier from Boom, I'll, I'll bring a couple of books as well. So we have, I think, what looks like it's going to be a one-shot. Mm-hmm. Firefly Bad Company, number one. Uh, for those familiar with the series, it's apparently like an origin story for Saffron. And then on page 215, the first volume of Firefly from Boom is put into hardcover. To uh, 16, you have a book, Ronin Island, number one, five-issue limited series. Basically, looks like it's an alternate history for like some of the Asian countries, Japan, Korea, uh, China, uh, written by Greg Pak. Mm-hmm. So, could be a solid book. Okay. Then I don't have anything till in the three hundreds. So, yeah. well, on two sixty six. That's where I was. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, this uh, uh, Eric Powell is taking the goon home to Albatross Exploding Funny Books. So, and rebooting it, so we get the. Uh, the first issue of the goon that he's going to be publishing in in his publishing house and so we get the regular cover which is a uh, eric powell cover and then we get a pretty nice uh, kevin nolan cover with on a cardstock yeah cover. and so, yeah. for a two dollar more price yes it's, yeah, yeah that's so, kind of iffy yeah but. a little cheesy yeah i mean i prefer the powell cover anyway regardless yeah. of like i really like kevin nolan's art but it's yeah a, it's a goo number one i kind of want an eric powell yeah. cover for that yeah for sure but well, it's still that's probably good. better than the 10 100 to 1 variant choices it's like if somebody that's, wants yeah, that you can pay a couple extra bucks and get yeah. it you yeah. know yeah i i that, that's probably a little bit better yeah that's true <laughs> if you look at it from Give that it perspective options, right yeah. yeah so all right let's see. let's see i don't have anything to what's this Oh, so on 308 in the Dynamic Forces section, uh, we were talking about the Detective 1000 and the variants. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, Jim Lee side variant in here and some other side variants they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw... What else was it? Oh, yeah. So there's a Detective 1000 Andy Kubert variant signed by Andy Kubert, but they don't show the art for that, so I assume that's not done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that looks like another variant cover for 1,000 there. Oh, wow. And again, you know, as these things go, they'll probably be exclusive to different stores or online outlets yeah. and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be some more to come by the time that's actually published. 
Right. I'm I'm gonna guess that's the action or the action the Detective One Thousand comics are gonna be a little bit not printed as much as the Action One Thousand because I think they overestimated. Yeah. So I think there might be a little gun shy on Detective One Thousand. So those might actually be a little bit more scarce than yeah. um, than what the action one thousand. Yeah, because they still have for. some of the action listed here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right, one thousand yeah, the signature ones. Yeah, and exclusives. So, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong, but yeah, <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> On a three forty one from New England Comics, we've got the Tick Coloring Book, and there's a nice uh, black and white Tick T-shirt. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Well, while you're looking, page 369, we have the first trade for the 13th Doctor from Titan Comics. So if you've been waiting for the trade to for the female Doctor, now's your chance. Okay. I've got 432 is my next what thing. Oh, uh, 357. From uh, Quirk Books, we have... Giraffes on Horseback Salad graphic novel. <laughs> and this is written by Josh Frank and Tim Heidecker. And so there's sort of a history of here of this story. Apparently this was supposed to be a movie made by Salvador Dali and the Marx Brothers. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so they have adapted that into this graphic novel, I guess. Huh. Well, there you go. So, the strangest or, movie never made is one of the taglines yeah. on there. I would say that might be a fun book to check out. Uh, oh, on page 361 from is it, Scout Comics, we have Star Bastard number one. And so it's labeled as a foul mouth, over the top sci fi romp, equal parts, red dwarf, grain alcohol. Star Bastard <laughs> follows a long suffering mercenary crew as they stumble through the universe under the clumsy command of the loud, obnoxious, and invulnerable Captain Greaves. Hmm. So I think this will be another one I check out. Okay. Maybe like a new book to start getting <laughs> there. Would you be upset if you started a new number one last month and then now they highlight them in previews with, oh, hey, start oh, here? Yeah. Can you imagine? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Titan stuff. Yep. I've already said my one thing in the Titan books. Yeah. So I don't uh, think the apparel section. Okay, so in the uh, manga section, we've got a book called Penguin Highway. <laughs> so it's the description is, I may be a fourth grader, but I know more than some adults. After all, I take notes every day and I read all kinds of books. But now there's penguins in my town. I know it has something to do with that girl at the dentist and her weird powers, so I'm going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I don't know what this book is, but it's called Penguin Highway. And it's apparently the film ad- adaptation of Penguin Hi- Highway will be released in the spring. Well, so there there's, a, there's a movie of this, too, and everything. So get in on Penguin Highway now, now. before floor. it blows up, and you can complain about how the book is so much better than the movie <laughs> of Penguin Highway. Or you can't afford to buy it. Yeah. So then going into the apparel. Yeah. So page 40, 432, we have the actual uh, page, page for yeah. for the those two Detective Comics shirts. So they're pretty nice. And that's, that's all I have on this side. Yeah. So. Uh, I thought I had too. some. Oh, yeah. So on 434, we've got a uh, I Godzilla Tokyo shirt, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of nice. <laughs> And there is a uh, Friday the 13th uh, knit cap mm-hmm. featuring Jason's hockey mask. 
on it that looks kind of neat. If mm-hmm. I were a fan of those movies, I'd right. probably get that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're not <laughs> something, so something different. Not. So. Side two, flip, flip it, flip it good. Yeah. I've only got one thing in side two, so okay. well, let's uh, see. it's not till one fifteen either. So oh, on page twenty-five, keeping with Godzilla, we've got some uh, Godzilla. 1974 and 1989 banks and it says coming back in stock so I assume that means these have been offered previously mm-hmm. Where's that top God looks more like Godzuki yeah it's real kind of <laughs> old school cartoony looking Godzilla mm-hmm. um, I really like the 89 from like, kind of like the Heizai series uh, okay so 36 mm-hmm. another one of these Batman cows yeah uh, got Dark Knight Returns Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah this one look. Yeah, I just accept it. it. Move on with your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's just weird, and it's just weird that two different companies now are doing these like simultaneously different cows. Yeah. But DC's doing them, and this is Eagle Moss, you know, the UK company that just apparently buys a lot of licenses and produces a lot. Of At stuff. least they're not advertising yeah. it approximately two per box. Or right, per yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've got that going for them. So. Yeah. Uh, on 38, we have the uh, NECA original street scene diorama. So this looks like a little sort of building and street scene that you can uh, pose your figures on and stuff. But it's the thing is, oh, it's $105. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that looks kind of neat, but not for that price. Right. Mm. You know, make something a little more affordable like that, like... How much can that really be to produce that? Mm-hmm. You know. two, two feet okay, wide, well that, okay, tall. Okay, so that is so, so that's wider than I thought it was. Yeah. I guess two eight, feet wide, eight inches tall. Is that what 18, you 18 inches 18. tall. 18. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. See that angle, of that picture. That yeah, doesn't look like it's two feet wide. Sure. Yeah, so, it says it hold thirty figures. Display so, thirty yeah. figures at once. Like, Still okay. seems yeah, a little pricey, yeah, but yeah, if it's, it's, it's that big, though, yeah, I didn't realize it was that large. Speaking of pricey, straight across from that is for everybody that needs an alien yeah. life-size chest burster statue right yeah. here you go <laughs> so that's 350 dollars that yeah, could be yours yeah. how many of those are you gonna get in this oh one, at least three okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but i am gonna get at least one of what's on the next page on page 39 which is the the latest in the superpowers line from Tweeterhead, which is the starfire in her classic uh teen titans costume the purple space bikini so i'll be getting one of those she's $248, but uh, Tweeterhead's pretty solid stuff. I'm really, really enjoying their Well, here they say, I think they got a typo on one spot because there they say 248 but on the next page they say 274 Oh, oh wow. So, so they so maybe transpose some yeah. numbers. Yeah, I'll bet, I, that's, I, I'll bet that's not $247. Yeah, I, I bet, bet it's a 275 Yeah, I bet yeah. you're right. Yep, so somewhere in there. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, right yeah. next to that though, there's something I thought was kind of in- interesting is we have the DC Bombshells 124th scale diecast vehicles, mm-hmm. and so this is cars that kind of come with little mini oh, yeah. versions of the DC Bombshells characters. Okay, those are kind so of that cool. that was kind of neat. Yeah, then with the retro car, yeah, it's pretty cool. I gotta give them that. And on the next page, we have DC Heroes Teen Titans one ninth. Yeah, scale polystone statues, mm-hmm. all for the price of PI. Yeah, do we know how much those are? Yeah, I mean, I, let me see if I can dig that up. Yeah, I just want to know. I mean, kid, no Kid Flash, no Donna. You know, yeah. but we get a Deathstroke. Yeah, and so there are. Uh, let's see, what page is this? Forty. Forty on side two. M forty and no. order blank. So I'm not. Sh- it seems like they're pretty small because it says yeah. they each come with a. A piece to build an eight-inch Titan Tower huh. statue, so that was kind of neat. Yeah, well, they're one-ninth so, scale. Yeah, yeah so like, like what a six-foot figure 
a six foot figure would be like eight inches tall right so yeah so about action figure size yeah probably yeah all this does is give me my net price so it looks like they're gonna clock in probably right around 100 bucks a piece oh really yeah. oh really yeah wow, wow. yeah the dc direct the dc direct ones that recreated the cover right. were like 80 retail yeah you know so hmm. yeah because of the material they're made out of i don't or? know well it says they say polystone so they're yeah. not you know pvc or whatever but yeah so it should be still. The, it should be the same because that's what dc again you know mm-hmm. dc keeps their statue prices you know quite a quite a bit in check and you know, this is feature, you know, Dick and the old classic disco nightwing yeah. costume <laughs> instead of a you know Robin. Robin. Yeah. They did. So um so after that on page forty one we've got the one twelve collective D C comics Green Lantern John Stewart. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first Green Lantern they've done, right? I believe so. so yeah. John Stewart. And it's kind of a cool design. Mm-hmm. It's almost like maybe like a video game or more of a movie kind of style costume right. on there but it looks kind of neat and it's interesting they started with john stewart uh-huh. i mean he's still a very recognizable green lantern for people that grew up with the justice league sure. cartoon and right stuff like that so uh, i'm never crazy when they give him gloves though oh yeah that was a story point where he got rid of the white gloves oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it always kind of irks me when they put gloves on him right <laughs> um Ooh, on page, see. well, I don't have anything else to the Funko section. Do you guys? I, mean, I, I, I don't have anything to one fifteen. Okay. The, the second side too just didn't do much for me this time. Gotcha. So unless you need a George R. R. Martin uh, talking so, plush, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, will it tell you what the new book is? Right. Of course not, because he doesn't know yet. yet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sick burn. <laughs> on uh, fifty one in the Funko section, we've got a Rick and Morty pickle Rick action figure, and so it looks like it comes with all the accessories from that show of the rat limbs and face. <laughs> and a little uh, laser pointer thing. <laughs> oh my! And then on page fifty-four, we have some new uh, Rick and Morty pops of uh, Fruity Land Beth, Kiera, Noob Noob, Slick Morty, Teacher Rick, and Unity. So some fun characters there to have. Uh, let's see. On page fifty-eight, we have some Wayne's World pops. Mm-hmm. Garth, <laughs> kind of neat. Wayne and Garth, excellent. Got a whole Wayne. bunch, whole bunch more Pez dispensers. Oh, they're yeah, doing for sure. Those things are showing up everywhere. Yeah, page sixty. They got the place the Pop Rocks uh, Queen vinyl figures. You got two Freddies and one of each of the other band members. So I will be picking those up. Do they make noise when you put them in your mouth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pop Rocks. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Moving on. Yeah. So after that, on uh, 61, we've got the Voltron 6-inch pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just one pop. I feel like that's kind of a cheat <laughs> yeah. for a Voltron, but whatever. Hmm. On page 66, we've got the Marvel Venom Artifact statue. And I think this is a companion piece to the Spider-Man that we have in the store, right? Uh, which one? The, the Venom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's got yeah. the webbing that kind of goes up yeah. like that. Yeah, it goes up. It looks like it is. Yep. Uh, so they could be swinging at each other because they're headed opposite directions. So, so yeah, that's good. Now, yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. That's going to make me order that. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to when <laughs> right? I saw it. On a it's sev- just money. Yeah, yeah, is that all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On a seventy-four in the sort of Dragon Ball section, we have another Super Dragon Ball Heroes Transcendence Art V four figure for $25 and no picture of what this figure is not even a silhouette so even if you're a Dragon Ball fan I don't know how you know what that is unless you're just buying every Dragon Ball thing 
completest for that. Huh? Yeah. On uh, page 80, we've got an assortment of uh, Predator 118th scale figures. Uh, something for everybody there with Predator, I think. I if you like Predator, there's probably something here for you. Yeah. Got the Invisible, Invisible. and this, you know the Predator 2 figures. Huh. And then Jungle Predator. 118 scale. Wow. Yeah. So 20 bucks for yeah. basically a four to five inch Yeah, figure. like probably three and three quarter or something, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's here four and a half there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but still tiny. Uh, yeah. do, 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 uh, 94. Uh, I don't know why, but it looks cool. There's a Great Escape Steve McQueen one oh, six yeah. scale figure for $270. Yeah. Looks pretty nice, yeah. but. Dennis. I probably won't be picking I think that Dennis up. Dennis has a Steve McQueen, though. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, questionable statues. <laughs> uh, on 103, <laughs> we've got the DC Heroes sculpted mugs of uh, Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And the Batman has the ears. Now, they're pretty small. Yeah. But I feel like you can still poke yourself yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so, Wonder Woman gets you with the tiara. Too, yeah. You know? So be careful when you're or drinking that's just her hairline, and it's not a yeah. tiara. It's just the partner hair. Mm -hmm. And that is, looks to be the extent of the sculpting. It's not like they're 3D faces or anything. Yeah, it's just no, got the ears like poking up. screen and, printed on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at the bottom of the page here, we've got this Batman that's logo cool. mirror, which looks really cool. Mm -hmm. I would be so apprehensive about having that ship. Oh, out. no doubt. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It looks super cool. I wouldn't mind having that. Wow, man. Me neither. I just feel like, man, what, are the, what are the odds of getting that? And mm, it's not scratched or cracked by the know. time you but get it. But it's like a foot tall and 28 yeah, inches wide. That thing. is awesome. That is really cool. I'm going to have to risk it, man. Okay, well, yeah. you do it's that. On I'll, me. Take, I'll take a look at it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, on the next page, there's the Batman logo eclipse light, and I'm not I'm really sure, sure what, what that, that is. The only thing I could figure would it be like backlit, so it kind of just creates a silhouette. Maybe like an, you know what I mean? Yeah, it says I don't know. Eclipse, so we'll get that know. too. Buy that okay. too, and we'll look and see what <laughs> we'll it is. We'll just see what that means. Sorry. And we can be like, oh, I didn't mean to order that. Oh yeah, no, no good. And it's USB powered, so you can plug it into your computer. There yeah, you like go. how? Why? <laughs> <laughs> on a one ten, we have. Think maybe a first I've seen with merchandise with superhero stuff is uh, Marvel teapots. Yeah, yeah. We've got a Captain well, America and Spider-Man teapot. Well, coming out of season three of Daredevil, since we decided that the neti pot was <laughs> right. the hero of season right. three, there you go. they so. are jumping on that bandwagon right. of the canceled show. Yeah, so the yes. canceled show. I'm, right. I am disappointed that there wasn't a Daredevil one as the yeah, first yeah, of the first of the teapots. <laughs> that's the natural place to start. That's with right. Teapots. Exactly. Okay, so, so one twelve, Mike. How yeah. many cases of this are you getting? I don't know. <laughs> so many. Oh, yeah. Bob Ross positive energy drink. Yeah, so you know there's going to be at least one can. Yeah, I know you're getting there. one to yeah. try it. Yeah. There I'll be a hyper. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I need. Hyper before you take me to the emergency room. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and again, following through with the teapots, we have a BB-8 and R2-D2, which mm -hmm. R2-D2 looks pretty good as a teapot mm -hmm. on uh, page 113. Maybe that's the new thing for 2019. Maybe. Maybe. Genre teapots. Mm -hmm. Making it. Page 115. We get back to actually talking about comic books again. What? <laughs> you have no. some Overwatch comics. Now, these were digital first, and I think they released them all in trade. But now they are releasing them as a comic book with a backpack hanger for the characters. So they got three characters here. McCree, Reinhardt, and Tor Torborn. Torborn. You know, so if you play Overwatch, those names probably mean something to you. I think it's still yeah. a fairly popular game. 
so you can yeah, get never, a physical copy of the comics. I never got into that. I did read those comics, though. They were decent, mm-hmm. you know, online. So, I, I'd say if you're, if you're not kind of invested in the game, they're not going to mean a whole lot yeah. to you. You know, mm-hmm. so they give you, they flush out some of the characters. So yeah. basically what it boils down to. Gotcha. On uh, 121 in the game section, we've got Smash City board game. And I think this is supposed to be sort of like a kaiju destroying the city sort of thing. Oh, it uh-huh. sounds like that could be kind of a fun game to check out. I've already got a game like that, King of Tokyo. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. there's already a game kind of like that. So WizKids is kind of hit and miss on some of their games yeah. a lot. So, um, But who knows? Well, I think it's the last thing I have yeah. about you guys. I'll just go real quick run down the blank covers that I noticed uh, in this catalog. So you got Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight 1, Detective Comics 1000, Lenore Volume 2, no, issue number 12. They said it's the cutest cadaver you've ever seen. I, that seems a little go. bizarre. <laughs> Life and Death of uh, Toyo Hirota. That was from Valiant. Uh, Gratek, Pink Panther 1. Street Fighter Monot number 1. Uh, War of the Realms 1. Amazing Spider-Man 17. Age of Conan, Belit number one, Magnificent Ms. Marvel number one, and Domino Hotshots number one all had blank covers. Well, so we're already getting a, just running through that. We're already getting a new Captain Marvel number one. Uh, so. No, it's a Ms. Marvel. Marvel. Oh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, Kamala, Kamala Khan, Khan. Okay. Ms. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. and and so. again, as always, bring your comic by Campus Comics, and I will put a blank cover on That's it. Right. <laughs> he will, he will <laughs> staple it on there. Piece for of paper you. right there on you. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> there you go. So now, if you want one that's actually sized to the comic, you know, <laughs> and, and meant to be there, no, no, then, no, no. Uh, we're not worried about that. Yeah. Okay. Details. Details. One off. All right. Well, I guess that'll wrap it up for this uh, January 2019 previews preview. And hopefully uh, you've heard some things that you might find interesting. If so, just give us a call. Stop in the store. Be happy to help you out and hook you up with whatever it is that uh, you might need out of this catalog. If you do, uh, stop in at the store at uh, 816B East Main Street. Phone number here is 618 618- Four five seven six zero one one. Follow us on Facebook at uh, just Campus Comics is the name of our page. Uh, follow us on Twitter, which is Campus underscore Comics mm-hmm. at Campus Core. Yeah, yeah, what I said. <laughs> Can't say it twice, and never mind. So uh, that's how you get a hold of us here. Just message us there. Give us a call. Uh, Scott Rigg, uh, BergComics.com, B-U-R-G Comics.com. Find me on Facebook, among some other sites as well. And Dan Brown at Detective Six Five One, and I just want to give a thanks to Mark Brooks who gave a yeah, shout out to the right. store on Twitter the other day. That was kind of nice. Very cool. And well, I guess that'll do it then. Hopefully, uh, you enjoyed this trip with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>